Hallelujah. So good to be back online. So glad you are with us in spirit. Hallelujah. Let's worship him who's worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ascribe greatness to our God, the rock. His work is perfect and all his ways are just. He's a God of faithfulness without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. A God of faithfulness without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. Mencholo bredicetti, mamalanto repesti fravava, elodoro sembrate felide, e previto rondeste previte, ala custo prasinte fredivo loboro, e medere sobrotusto, e ne prefilianto mendeli gebresti, ono grupos capite blevite, Abarukus ke predi bebile tokoro testeri, andaris groveten jebreke pelito krizoboro, preledusko prazede pravala la bakaya. O manteliste, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For indeed, hallelujah, the Lord's portion is his people. Trapala kratakasta prasali prakadus. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We've been going online for a while now, and uh, I can see that it's been benefiting a few people as time passes, and that's a good thing. So even though I've been tempted now and then to stop it, uh, I will not be doing so because uh, it seems to have some reach, but we cannot tell who's watching uh, specifically, but uh, it's going out there. And people are blessed, praise God. But if you are coming to uh, the local assembly, uh, it's a good thing. However, if you're not, it's also good, praise God, hallelujah. All right, let's open up our Bibles to a scripture in Ephesians chapter 1. And uh, we read something from that long list according to the Scholars, you know, we are all learning, but some people have learned more than others. According to the scholars, this is a whole write-up which uh, ends in verse 13, from verse 1 onwards. Only after verse 13, there's supposed to be like a comma or, uh, you know, one statement. So within that, there's so many things written. 
You can tell that it's a very extensive but a blessed letter. In that whole writing there, he says, uh, verse 9, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he has purposed in himself. Notice that God is the one who has chosen uh, to unveil certain things. And uh, there is something there called the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he has purposed in himself. So uh, there is something known as the mystery, which is the church age. And uh, it was unknown to other ages. People had no idea what it was and um, what the church meant and so forth. But it was a time for the Gentiles. And when the fullness of the Gentiles would come in, then the age of the Jews would be returned to again. And so we are in that very end of that uh, mystery period where we will be uh, carried away by the Lord in the rapture. Praise God. Praise God. And it is his good pleasure which he has purposed in himself. And then verse 10 continues that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one. Praise God. All things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Praise the Lord. So there is one dispensation. Notice that word dispensation, um, which is called the dispensation of the fullness of times. And uh, praise God, as you continue to read such things, you will notice that these kind of words and thoughts come up and it's all for our benefit it was his good pleasure which he had purposed in himself it's all good when God has planned something it's good and so um, the mystery is good the dispensation of the fullness of times is also good because we do not know anything good except in him praise God Verse 11 continues, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. We have to get to terms with the fact that he works everything after his own will. Praise God. That's, he, you could call him the ultimate boss. He has purposed everything. And he works all things after the counsel of his own will. That we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So many words there. It's a mouthful and here we are unveiled the will of God here in words which is uh, all according to his purpose and his own counsel his own will so we're getting to know this person who's the almighty God who has desired that uh, we should know him that we should uh, continue to trust him and that it's for our benefit 
and that he has only good thoughts for us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear Ephesians chapter 1, 9 through uh, 13, Canada. Atanu Tanali Udeshisida Prakara Ananda Purvakavada Tana Chittada Rahasyavanu Namagetiya Padisidanu. Adenandare Kalavu Paripurna Vada Yugadali Atanu Paraloka Daliruvagalanu Bhu Lokadaliruvagalanu Atanali Andare Kristanali Elavanu Undugurisa Bekan Didanu. Atana Swachittada Alochanegan Saravagi Ella Karya Galanu Sadhisuva Atana Udeshada Merege Modale Nemisal Patavarada Navu Atanali Badjate and Nusahundi Devu. Kristana Mahimeus Tutisal Paduante Atanali Navu Modalu Nambikatevu. Nimma Rakshanaya Vishavada Suvate Emba Satya Vakyavan Nukedi Kristanali Nambikatavarada Nivu Sahavagdana Madal Pata Pavitratman Emba Mudrayan Nuhundi Diri. Praise God. So you can see uh, the way this chapter uh, begins with all of the so many uh, blessings mentioned there, every blessing in heavenly places given to us in Christ Jesus. And then it unfolds all the way up to the third chapter. And from the third chapter, we begin to see uh, the walking out of these things. Um, Ephesians 3 Verse 1 continues, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given uh, me to you, word, hallelujah, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, uh, whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Praise God, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Praise God, he continues, unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Very similar words can be seen again and again. The mystery and the unsearchable riches, the dispensation, uh, and so forth. All those kind of words keep coming up. And so you can see that a whole dispensation, a whole uh, stewardship of a certain time period was given uh, to Paul. 
where the grace of God, which was a mystery before that, the church, which was a mystery before that, would be unveiled, and that we who are not Jews would have an actual time wherein we would become uh, so blessed, so uh, uh, our eyes would be open to see how God thought about all of us and uh, made us common and equal, that there was no difference between Jew and Gentile, there was no difference between uh, so many things that we are all now made one in Christ and that this was all a mystery. So you can see how far away the Jewish thinking was in all of these matters. They became so exclusive. They thought they were the only ones that God had any idea of and plans for. So all of us who were not Jews would have been just ignorant, uh, a, a foolish people, an ignorant group of people. But thank God that that dispensation was unveiled to Paul by the plan of, of God and the grace of God given to him. Hallelujah. Let's hear Ephesians 3, also verse 2 uh, to 4 in Canada. Nimagoskara vagi nanage kodal patta devara krupa yugada vishayadalli nivu kediru vadadare. Iduvarege gupta vagi dadannu atanu prakatane inda nanage hege kilisidanem vadannu modalu nanu nimage samshepa vagi varedenu. Varedadannu nivu odinodi dare kristana vishayavada marmavannu kuritu nanagiruva grahike andu nivu tilukolla bagudu. Amen. And we can also hear, you know, verse 6, which is more specific, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Praise the Lord. There are these interesting uh, details here. In Colossians 1 also, verse 25, Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Very interesting thought there that actually the word was not completed until uh, this particular dispensation which was given by God to Paul, that custodianship to be able to serve this particular mystery and all of these kind of ideas until they were brought to the world through the gospel. This is actually the gospel uh, which we need to receive, uh, that it would not be complete, the word would not be complete. Very interesting. So he makes a similar statement to the Colossian church also. Very similar kind of uh, uh, writing there. In verse 27, To whom God would make known uh, what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Whom we preach warning every man teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. 
whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Hallelujah. There you go, you know, here he begins to talk similar things that all of this was coming to us Gentiles, uh, people who are uh, not Jews. The Jews have been temporarily, as a nation, blinded. There is that temporary curse of blindness upon their minds, and they cannot understand who this Jesus is. But one of these days, the age of the Gentiles will be over, and that... Uh, Blindness will be removed from the Jewish people and they will finally understand what has happened. The Messiah came and they crucified him and so on. Glory to God and they will turn to Christ. But by that time the church, the mystery would have happened and the church would have been taken away secretly, quietly and only believers will know it, the others will not know. They'll think it's some kind of alien abduction, great disappearance of people from the earth, which they cannot explain. Praise God. Very interesting. In 28 he says, Whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So there is this uh, reality that we have to face that... uh, 2,000 years after this was written by the Apostle Paul, uh, we are barely beginning to understand what he was saying. In fact, there are whole communities of believers who uh, do not know anything uh, much about these things. This is 2,000 years ago. So there's a great ignorance and uh, general complacency in the body of Christ concerning the mystery, the dispensation which was given to Paul. And so uh, thank God you can be part of understanding it and the church has to unveil this glorious wisdom even to principalities and powers. We are supposed to show them what God did for us in Christ. So that was what Paul was laboring for and all he got from Um, The world and religious systems was harsh treatment. He suffered bearing this. Thank God that you and I are able to read it and even study it a little bit before we go home. Praise God. Let's do 25 to 27 also in Canada. Adakke nimma goskara nanage kodalpatta devara yugakka nusara devara vakke vannu kureisu adakke nanu sevaka nadehu. ಆ ವಾಕ್ಯವು ಹಿಂದಿನ ಯುಗಗಳಿಂದಲೂ ತಲಾತಲಾಂತರಗಳಿಂದಲೂ ಮರೆಯಾಗಿತ್ತು ಅದು ಈಗಿನ ಕಾಲದಲ್ಲಿ ಆತನ ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧರಿಗೆ ತಿಳಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿದೆ ಅನ್ಯಜನಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಈ ಮರ್ಮದ ಮಹಿಮಾತಿಶಯವು ಎಷ್ಟೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ದೇವರು ತನ್ನ ಜನರಿಗೆ ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧರಿಗೆ ತಿಳಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಮನಸ್ಸು ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡನು ಈ ಮರ್ಮವು ಏನೆಂದರೆ ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿರುವ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನು ಮಹಿಮೆಯ ನಿರೀಕ್ಷೆಯಾಗಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಎಂಬುದೇ God's mind has always been good and always been a good God towards his people. Deuteronomy 32 uh, from the Old Testament and I read verse 11 as an eagle stirreth up her nest fluttereth over her young spreadeth abroad her wings taketh them beareth them on her wings so the Lord alone did lead him 
there was no strange God with him. He made him ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of the fields, made him to suck honey out of the rock, oil out of the flinty rock, butter of kine, milk of sheep, fat of lambs, rams of the breed of Bashan, goats, fat of kidneys, wheat. Thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape, but Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxen fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods. With abominations provoked they him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful, and hast forgotten God that formed thee. And when God saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be, for they are very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. You can see how we are uh, introduced here uh, as that people that are foolish. Uh, we are the nations and that God would provoke the Jewish people to jealousy by using us, the foolish ones, who were not a people, who were not a nation before, because they who were supposed to have understood him back that time decided to go their own way. And you can see how the theme has developed all the way from long time ago, and it is not just something that happened suddenly. God has been thinking about all of this, and... Um, He's a good God, he's a loving Heavenly Father, but he's a God who uh, watches the only one thing that we actually have, uh, our emotions, our thoughts toward him. Praise God. So uh, it's interesting to notice that he is like that. I read a few scriptures there, but let me see what we will read again. Going back to the beginning of chapter 32, uh, verse 1, Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, and as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the, snow, uh, the showers upon the grass, because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our rock, he is the rock. His work is perfect. All his ways are judgment. Uh, a God of truth without in iniquity, just and right is he. Praise God. So this is who he is. He, he is a good God. He is a righteous judge. All his ways are true. All his ways are right. 
Um, praise God. Nothing wrong in anything he does. So we have an experience written here uh, where his people initially, those who were supposed to know him, uh, decided to turn away from him and get tough with him. And he said, Jeshurun uh, waxed fat and kicked. They became so thick and so fattened that they decided to turn away from God and started going here and there. And he told them, okay, in that case, I'm going to move you to jealousy. I'm going to provoke you now by turning to other nations, a foolish group of people. Hallelujah. They have corrupted themselves, verse 5 says. Their spot is not the spot of his children. They are perverse and crooked generation. Uh, He says, do you thus requite the Lord, O foolish people, unwise? Is he not thy father that has brought thee? Has he not made thee and established thee? You know, he goes on, remember the days of old, consider years of many generations, ask thy father and he will show thee, thy elders and they will tell thee, when the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Praise God. So many things here. But you can see that um, he has been thinking about them very deeply. The Almighty is very concerned about us. Even with them, he was so deeply concerned about their attitudes, their deep thoughts. And he, he found uh, that they had gone away and astray from him. And so he decided that uh, he would turn to people like us, the Gentiles who were not any people before, who were a foolish nation. He was now going to give grace to us and that we would become so blessed, we would become so aware of God that the Jewish people, the first ones he started with, would become jealous of us and provoked by us and our prosperity. Very interesting. Hallelujah. But notice here, verse 9, For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Of course, there's specific reference there, but notice that God's portion, God's inheritance, is actually people. Hallelujah. And uh, not just bodies, uh, and not just spirits per se, but actually he's interested in their thoughts what's going on inside their mind. And that is what he collects. Uh, And so, you know, we have uh, forced to consider our deep thoughts towards him and our actual recognition of who he is. And Paul said that he was there to make people more and more conscious that um, they were to be presented perfect in Christ Jesus. And that he was laboring hard to present every man perfect or mature in the Lord. And that is the dispensation in which we live. A certain maturity is expected of us. We have to grow up in our thinking and our uh, relationship with God. And, uh, you know, just be 
aware of how much grace has been given to us in this age. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can read a verse or two. I will pick up here from verse 2. Let's hear verse 2 and then all the way from there, 2 to 4. It's an amazing statement. Nana bodhayu madayante suriyuvadu, nana matu manjinanteyu hullina mele biruva tunturina hageyu palyada mele biruva vrushtigala hageyu biruvadu. Kartana hesaranu nanu saruttene, namma devarige mahatva vannu kodiri. Atane bande, atana karyavu sampurna vadadu, atana margagadella nyayavagive, atanu satyada matu dosharahita nada devaru, atanu nitivantanu yatartanu agidane. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can see here that these are all his ways and uh, his ways are perfect. And you can never um, point a finger at him, even though our thinking sometimes would like to do that and uh, blame him for all kinds of things. Even unconsciously we may have these thoughts running on, but his ways are perfect. All his ways are just. You know, and uh, they had choices, and God knows uh, how to look at our choices and how we make these various choices. Glory to God. We'll hear also verse 8 and 9 in Kannada. Mahonatanu Jananga Galige Swastya Hanchi Atanu Adamana Makkadanu Vingadisidaga Israel Makkada Lekkada Prakara Janagada Meregadanu Ittanu. Praise God. So there is this uh, lineup of things written there. Praise God for that. These are details. You can see that he did not just randomly choose us. He thought about it. He saw how his people responded to him. And from conviction, he decided that he would actually get them into a stage where they would not know who he was by their own doing and he would come to us and pour grace upon us while they are in partial blindness till our time, the time of the Gentiles, is over. So we are the foolish people who are going to irritate them talking about uh, Jehovah who is now Jesus and uh, the one they could not understand, who is a curse word for them, is our Savior and Messiah. And all of these things are like blank as far as they are concerned because a temporary blindness has come upon them. Very interesting how God has already thought about all this, but there were reasons why he did what he did. You can see that. And so um, it's uh, kind of sad, but... It's a reality just to see how they uh, dealt with him. And, uh, you know, he did not force anybody. Um, praise God. Speaking of the wisdom of God in Romans 11, um, verse 32, he says, God has concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You can see that talking uh, about the Jewish people in the book of Romans, Paul talks about how he loved them so much that 
he would even wish that he were accursed uh, for the sake of his brethren and so forth and that he really desired to see these uh, details come to pass in their life and so that uh, essence of the ninth through the 12th uh, chapters of Romans is about the Jewish people in verse 25 he says I would not uh, brethren that you should be ignorant of this mystery lest you should be wise in your own conceits that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in praise God and so all Israel shall be saved as it is written there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob for this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins praise God isn't that interesting that this had to come up on the scene again many many uh, centuries later uh, and today here we are watching it happen that the fullness of the Gentiles there's a timing where the Gentile um, number is going to be filled and that is when the temporary blindness will be taken away from the Jewish people very interesting so all of these things you can see that they are all detailed nicely connected and uh, so thank God it's our time to start thinking about how great God's plan has been towards people and specifically to us in this dispensation right now that we who knew nothing really did not know that he was the almighty God that formed us that knew us before time began and now uh, has given us grace that all we have to do is believe in the finished work of Jesus and you become his own people, his own chosen generation and receive all of these blessings. Meanwhile, his own people, if you look at them, they are still thinking Jesus has never come, that he's a fake and their Messiah is still on the way and so on and so forth. It can only be one reason that because of their thinking and the way they acted according to all of this, a temporary blindness was, you know, given to them uh, until they themselves can recognize their folly and the way they have uh, trusted in their own works and their own law instead of putting their trust in the sacrifice and in the payment for sin, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So it has never been about the law. It has never ever been about doing anything right. It has been about accepting our failure, accepting that we have been senseless people, walking off in our own direction, and accepting the benefits of Jesus. And that's all that he is looking forward to. Praise God. I know it sounds a little pithy, a little... Uh, over detailed but uh, if we don't know it now as a church when will we know it praise God we have to live in our own time this is our time and we need to know this time very well hallelujah praise God let's hear Romans eleven twenty five. also in Canada 
ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನೀವೇ ಬುದ್ಧಿವಂತರೆಂಬುದಾಗಿ ಎಣಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳದಂತೆ ಗುಪ್ತವಾಗಿದ್ದ ಒಂದು ಸಂಗತಿ ನಿಮಗೆ ತಿಳಿದಿರಬೇಕೆಂದು ಅಪೇಕ್ಷಿಸುತ್ತೇನೆ ಅದೇನೆಂದರೆ ಇಸ್ರಾಯೇಲಿಯರಲ್ಲಿ ಒಂದು ಪಾಲು ಜನರಿಗೆ ಉಂಟಾದ ಕುರುಡುತನವು ಅನ್ಯಜನಗಳು ಸಂಪೂರ್ಣವಾಗಿ ದೇವರ ರಾಜ್ಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಸೇರುವ ತನಕ It's good to see all of this. In verse 26 says, So all Israel shall be saved. You know, people have looked at that and said, Oh, all Jews will be saved and so forth. Of course, that's not what it means. <laughs> How many of you know that not just all Jews are going to be saved? Just like not all unbelievers are going to be saved. Hallelujah. If somebody says, I know the will of God because I was not healed. It was not God's will to heal me. Well... Do you know the will of God about salvation? Is it God's will to save everybody? But not everybody is saved. So you cannot find out the will of God by what you have or don't have. You have to find out the will of God from what is written in His word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just because you didn't get prosperous doesn't mean it's not God's will to prosper you. Just because you didn't get healed doesn't mean it's not God's will to heal you. Hallelujah. Just because you are not saved doesn't mean that it's not God's will to save you. But you need to find the details in the word of God and see how he thinks and he's actually interested in how you and I think. Hallelujah. Our attitudes towards him and he is emotional but his emotions do not control him. His wisdom controls him. He sees everything from the beginning but based on the reactions of people he's also moved isn't that interesting he's not just some kind of stone person who's not moved he's touched with feelings with emotions with reactions with people how they think it touches him and he moves also based on those kind of things hallelujah so there is a god word side and a man word side there's a response to god and uh, in quote god's response to us but he knows everything from the beginning and there are divine laws in place so not all israel shall be saved like that but what it means is as a nation they're going to be more jewish people saved in the time that's coming after the church leaves many many jews are going to get saved as a nation that blindness will be taken away and they will see that Jesus is actually the Messiah and that's going to be during a time known as the tribulation the great tribulation and Jacob's trial that's specific to the Jews so their dispensation is not yet over their dispensation is going to pick up again ours is almost over our time season is almost over and we're going to leave if we don't know this now of course when we get to heaven we'll know it but isn't it good to know it now and respond to god in mercy and kindness and loving gratitude hallelujah praise god thank you jesus shall we hear num- uh, verse 26 also in kannada thank you ಹೀಗೆ ಇಸ್ರಾಯೇಲ್ ಜನರೆಲ್ಲ ರಕ್ಷಣೆ ಹೊಂದುವರು ಇದಕ್ಕೆ ಆಧಾರವಾಗಿ ಬಿಡಿಸುವಾತನು ಚಿಯೋನಿನೊಳಗಿಂದ ಹೊರಟು ಬಂದು ಯಾಕೋಬಿನಲ್ಲಿರುವ ಭಕ್ತಿಹೀನತೆಯನ್ನು ನಿವಾರಣೆ ಮಾಡುವನು yet i have now obtained mercy or rather yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief 
even so have those also now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy. For God has concluded them all in unbelief that he, that he might have mercy upon all. And he goes on, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has first given to him, and it shall be recompensed unto him again. For of him, and through him, and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. What a lineup of thoughts. But, uh, you know, we can see that God is a wise God, and he has concluded that everybody should be now dealt with in the same way, Based on mercy. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. None of us can boast. Every single one of us has to now run for mercy. And I would like to advertise the mercy uh, more and more. That God is a merciful God. That he's a God of mercy. He's a God who uh, wants us to take advantage of his mercy. That it is God's wisdom that his mercy is available to all of us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's hear verse 32 also in Canada. Adare Devaru Manushirillara Mele Karune Torisabekindu Avarillaranu Apanambike Yelli Muchihaki Dane. Amen. Notice the 34th verse where he says, For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor? Interesting. That comes to us now in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. And he says there, For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 2.16. So that line of thinking has become ours. We can actually tell how the mind of the Lord operates. You have within you the spirit of truth that can actually uh, sort of give you a radar blip. Beep, beep, beep. That sounds more like the Lord. Hallelujah. So knowing the times, knowing the ages in which we are confined... Uh, it's good, it's nice to know that God has put everything on a time limit and so there's an end of things also. Hallelujah. And so, you know, it's good to know that in this time that we live in, so much mercy, so much goodness has been shown to us and that we owe Him so much gratitude and um, thanksgiving should just overflow from our lives. So you and I have within us the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth on the inside of us helps us uh, to guide us into the things to know whether something is of God or not of God, even while we are hearing the scripture being preached. For instance, have you ever heard how people talk about the ten virgins? And when they talk about it, you're always wondering, how come it doesn't sound right? How come there's something wrong with this virgin story, five wise Five foolish, and then he says, the church, uh, how many people really have oil, how many people are anointed, 
how many people uh, have the Holy Spirit, blah, blah. It goes off like that. And anytime I hear it, I don't know about you, but I've, I'm, I'm wondering, something's not wrong about, something's not right about this, rather. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, maybe you felt it too. I think you may have. And sometimes things get extrapolated out of those things and you go, you know, buy oil, but it's too late. And so you, you are not saved because you didn't have oil and all of those things. Of course, you can take uh, points from here and there and bring forth an idea, but there is a time also. And so there's a context for that also. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about this. What about if the ten virgins had actually nothing to do with us? Wouldn't that be nice? If it actually had everything to do with the Jewish people and not with us. Ah, ding, it begins to make sense. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who endure to the end. How many of you know that's not us? We are saved. Hallelujah. Romans 10 tells us that if we believe and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. That's the mystery. That's the the dispensation of the grace of God given to us. Hallelujah. Which Paul struggled with uh, to bring forth and suffered for. And then suddenly you see people preaching out of you know the gospels that they who endure to the end shall be saved and something inside you the mind of the christ the anointed one and his anointing the way he thinks this is a red flag that goes boing something's not right something's not right ah, error error tilt kelter and so on you know you can tell something's not right so there is profit in studying All of these things in their times. And so one time is different from the other. And during that particular time, certain things are more real to that group. Hallelujah. So there's some things that are more real to us right now than to another group. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So um, I don't know if we'll be able to get through all of this, but at least it'll start you on your private little study also. You know, you can go start thumbing through the Bible for yourself because, you know, um, because of the volume of all these things and our short time on the earth, we're not able to communicate all these things. You know, even with this kind of Bible study where there's a minimum distraction by emotional movement of people and faces and all that, uh, we still don't have enough time, you know, to complete what we want to say. Other services have more distractions, outstanding members, instanding members, all of those kind of things. But here we have so much time and still we're not able to finish. Amen. But you can study on your own because each one of us is supposed to study. Hallelujah. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 16. So Paul labored to make this so clear to our time. Imagine, Paul was the apostle to our time. You could call Paul your apostle. Amen. The apostle of the age of grace. The apostle to us Gentiles. 
to us Indians. He was our man. So we really need to know what he was thinking and what he was saying. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and the Jewish people won't, won't be able to understand him right now as a majority. But a lot of them are getting saved and they are, you know, standing against the old thinking and accepting the Messiah, Jesus as Lord and Yahweh as the same person and so on. But this is our time to whom so much mercy has come. And so there is so much for us to follow. And we need to hearken on the inside and not just use our brains to figure out the word of God. Otherwise, all these weird messages can come out. All this funny stuff can come out, which is not really for our time or our season. It's not for our dispensation, you know, and that's where the trouble comes from. So we have people who cannot rest in their salvation, or we have people who take their salvation very lightly and do not really offer God proper worship and proper life. Hallelujah. These two extremes are possible. But when you see the depth of his wisdom and the depth of his care, how he is, you begin to now bring to him the right kind of thinking, the right kind of choice, the right kind of emotions that are due to him, that we can now show the world and the principalities the wisdom of God. The church should be able to demonstrate that. Hallelujah. That he's a wise God. He's not made a mistake in what he has done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's hear Second Timothy chapter 2, also in verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Hallelujah. Of course, it was written to Timothy. But then you could also read it because it will help you. Why Timothy? We'll see. Praise God. Let's hear Second Timothy 2 verse 15. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So study is important and it gives us God's approval. Can you see that? God wants you to think about the way he thinks, about his ways of arranging thoughts, and his response to humanity, man's response to him, all of that, and then you get an approval from him, or you get, you know, a, a royal embrace from him. He's like, wow, I like the way you're thinking. I like the way you are contemplating about me. Hallelujah. So that's important. And all that seemed to have been written to Timothy, but you can now read it. We'll see why in a short time, I believe. Let's also go to Hebrews uh, chapter 1. Notice verse 1, it says, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Praise God, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power, 
when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty on high. Talking, of course, about the Lord Jesus, how he has been appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds and the the actual uh, app-based understanding from what I have here is the word uh, ion. So you and I have apps that we can look at. Ion there means age. By whom he made the ages. Not only did he create everything by Jesus, but he also made different times by Jesus. Praise God. So Jesus was there appointing the various times, you know, all those ages like we've heard before, you know, the age of uh, innocence and conscience, praise God, promise and law, all of those things, those, the age of grace in which we live right now, uh, all these ages were made by Him, praise God. It's very interesting that God had decided to separate all of this in His own wisdom. Amen. And so sometimes when you try to make it fit across the ages, it doesn't really fit. But there are some things that fit if you can see it clearly. Hallelujah. And that is our business to try and receive revelation uh, from the hidden things in the scripture. And by the fear of the Lord, you can see more and more of his revelation. Amen. He unveils his covenant to those who fear him. Praise God. And that's why we want to live separate. It's not just to act holy and act religious out there, but to see more light from the word of God. Hallelujah. The secret of the Lord is unveiled to those who fear him. Praise God. Let's hear um, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2, also in Canada. Kanada Kala Dali Pitrugala Sangada Pravadigala Mukantara Nana Samayagalali Vida Vida Vada Ritiali Matanadida Devaru. I Antyadina Galali Nama Sangada Tana Magana Mukantara Matanadidane, Itana Nuelaku Badyana Nagi Namisidanu, Itana Mulakave Loka Galanu Undu Madidanu. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So having said all of those things, uh let's see if we can uh, read a thing or two. We were talking about Timothy and um, you know how this particular portion of scripture was written to him specifically about studying the word but it also applies to us I believe. Hallelujah. Otherwise the Bible would not have come to us at all. Certain religious people decided to keep the Bible strictly to themselves in a hidden cryptic language that the common man would not see the salvation of God which had appeared unto all men. Hallelujah. Here we are hundreds of years later, thousands of years later, where we have it on our phone, different apps, all of these varieties of translations so that we can know more and therefore study the Bible. Hallelujah. To see more and more out of all of these things. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's the truth concerning all of us. The more the word is hidden inside us, the more it is ready to attack sin that may come against God. Hallelujah. And for us to live holy and right before God, therefore involves the hiding of the word within us. And all of us are supposed to do that. Praise God. 
However, let's read from the book of Philippians. Paul talking about Timothy. Uh, he says in verse 19 of chapter 2, Philippians, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. Of course, we are not supposed to be moved by people. We are not supposed to be encouraged necessarily always by people. It's nice to be encouraged by people. You know, to, to get a tap on the back or, you know, some kind of positive reinforcement from people. It's all good, praise God. But we should be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Amen. That is uh, ultimately where our strength should come from. However, in this case, you can see the heart of Paul and I believe the heart of any person who is serving the Lord uh, not right now from a pure heart amen he says that i may be of good comfort when i know your state he is saying that if he knew the church and how they were doing it would comfort him you know i i i, I happen to be working with the church uh, for many years and uh it is my uh, source of comfort sometimes to just notice how people are going with God and, and all of those things. Of course, it is uncomfortable to see when they are not really uh, excited about God and they turn away from God and all that. It's sad. And uh, sometimes they kick against the teaching and they kick against all of the programming and they turn away from these things. It does cause discomfort. You know, it's not very encouraging and comforting. Hallelujah. Uh, kind of discouraging also. But, you know, hey, I was happy to notice Paul also got comfort when he saw uh, the church responding. The Philippian church was a good church that had started fellowshipping with him from the first time they met him. And actually it was to him, uh, to that church, that he said, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Because they always had that uh, way of understanding the heart of Paul and cooperating with him. And uh, he had these glowing thoughts about them. Praise God. And then here he says in verse 19, I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. He said, Timothy is somebody I can send to you and he will give me a good uh, report about you. And that will encourage me, he says. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. See, this is always uh, interesting to note that this kind of people are in short supply. Among all the people Paul met, he said, I have no man like-minded. Either he's just, you know, hey, speaking the wind, or he means what he's saying. Who will naturally care for your state? And he continues, for all seek their own. So you can see he's going into detail about this. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ's. So Paul had this problem even then. And we at the very end of this age where there's so many other distractions, so many other things 
calling for our attention, calling for our soul, for our emotions, for our responses. Uh, I'm sure it won't be that easy, particularly now. It could be even tougher nowadays because of the perilous times in which we live. And he said, all seek. Zetio is the same word for seeking. Uh, seek first the kingdom of God. All of those verses there is the same. All seek their own. Not the things which are Jesus Christ. Praise God. Uh, sometimes it's like that. You have to deal with uh, varieties of people and they all have their own agendas. And, uh, you know, to find a person who actually uh, thinks about not their own plan, not their own agenda, is hard. Hallelujah. They are in short supply. Verse 22, But you know the proof of him, that as his son with the father, he has served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently, so soon as I shall see how it will go with me. Praise God. So uh, they are the ones that eventually get sent for such kind of duties and they are in short supply. Others sometimes, you know, are thinking about their own uh, plans, their own agenda and uh, trying to fit things into that agenda. It's nice to know that this is all true and this is all still there and that God responds to all these things. You know, that God says, my portion, my inheritance is actually my people. Hallelujah. And so, what is my people about? Or, in quote, what is he really thinking about? He's thinking about their thoughts towards him. He says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. They are good, not evil, to give you a future and a hope, to bring you to an expected end. But what are your thoughts towards me? Hallelujah. Do you have your own plan, your own agenda? Uh, naturally speaking, uh, how do you see God? Where does he fit into your scheme? Or is he the whole scheme? Is he the whole plan? Or are you trying to fit him into your plan somewhere? Hallelujah. So they are naturally in short supply, meaning that... Hmm, uh, it's hard. It's hard. He said, all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Praise God. I don't want to have that situation now. Uh, praise God. I, I hope that we are not all just seeking our own plans. Praise God. But, uh, hey, things happen, you know. It's all there. Glory to God. Let's hear Philippians chapter 2, maybe 19 to 22 in Canada. Nanu Timotheanu Vedan in Nima Badige, Kadisuadake, Katana, the Yesu in a Linirichi Sutene, Avana Mukantara Nima Vishavanu Tiridu, Nanu Saha, other and even they know. Avana Hage Nima Karevadanu Kuritu Swabavikavagi, Chintisuvaru Nana Badi and Libere Yaru Illa. Illaru Swakare Vada Mele, Manasidu Atare, Horatu Yesu, Kristana Kare Vada Mele, Manasidu Adilla. Adare Avananu Nivu Parikshi Sitilidukundidiri, Maganu Tandege Hego Hage, Avanu Suvate, Nanandige Seve Madidane. 
Praise God. And so in that kind of a context, you notice in verse 25, he says, Yet I suppose it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger and he that ministered to my wants, for he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that you had heard that he had been sick. For indeed he was sick nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I sent him therefore the more carefully, that when you see him again you may rejoice, that I may be the less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such in reputation, because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his supply or his life to supply your lack of service toward me. Praise God. This man, uh, it is agreed that he was the pastor of that Philippian church, Epaphroditus. And um, he was very concerned and deeply moved by the state of the church and the lack of supply. Uh, and so he, he kind of compensated and overcompensated and he nearly killed himself trying to do the right thing. Hallelujah. But God had mercy on him. Hallelujah. This is the God of mercy. Amen. So we have a merciful God in the middle of it all uh, working uh, with us to make sure we don't have sorrow upon sorrow. Amen. Praise God. Let's see if we can read one more verse. Verse 30 also of Philippians 2 speaking about Epaphroditus. Amen. Praise God. The same Philippian chapter, uh, some things are written which will help us as we look at this age in which we live. Praise God. Verse 12 of chapter 3 says, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. It's nice to know that Paul was looking for a way to find out why Christ apprehended him. Why did Jesus catch me? Why am I in his hands? Amen. So there has to be, I believe, uh, if this great apostle wanted to know more and more clearly why Jesus apprehended him, I believe that, you know, it will be nice to think about it ourselves. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before, I press toward, or rather, the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen? I believe that all of us have been apprehended by Christ and that He has a high calling for each one. And we need to be able to find ourselves there. And we need to press 
toward that price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That should be our main thrust, to know what he has apprehended us for, and then press into the high heavenly calling of God. And he says, notice verse 15, from making himself subject, there he now turns to us, let us therefore, verse 15 says, as many as be perfect, and the word for that is mature also, complete, those that are mature, those who have been able to develop, they are not just saved and stuck, they are also disciples, amen, discipleship is for the mature, not everybody can be a disciple, that's why there are contradictions, sometimes it seems like when Jesus said, you cannot be my disciple unless, you cannot be my disciple unless, because, uh, you know, you would wonder, wow, how can I be his disciple? But I thought I was already his disciple. <coughs> yes, you're saved. You belong to him. But discipleship is for those who are maturing. Praise God. Let us therefore, as many as be mature, be thus minded. There's a mind for the mature. And if in anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Praise God. So uh, this is the mind for the mature, that we forget whatever has happened in the past. Glory to God. That time is over. That day is finished. There's nothing you can do about that. He said that's what he kept doing constantly, and that we should also, if we want to think like the mature, we should learn to forget the things which are behind and reach forward to the things that are before what things? What things? Toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. There is a mark, notice, for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're supposed to believe in some kind of uh, points or targets in God. Hallelujah. Begin to make little targets. My prayer life has to be like this. My Bible study has to be like this. I need this time. I need this kind of space. I need to move forward in God to know what He wants me to do on the planet in this age. Why did He bring me to the earth? Hallelujah. So we set marks like that. We set up targets so that we can go upward in God. Hallelujah. So that we can mature in God. That we can see what he has planned for each one of us. Amen. And that our mindset agrees with that. Glory to God. Let's see if we can hear this also in Canada. From verse 12 of Philippians 3 uh, all the way to verse 15. Ishtarolage Nanu Padakondu Sidige Bandavan and Du Hiruvadilla, Nanu Yavadanu Vunduvadakagi Krista Yesu Nananu Hididu Kondano Adanu Hididu Kulluvada Koskara Hindatuta Idene. Sahodarare, Nanantu Hididu Kondavan Hindu Nananu Yenisikulluvadilla, Adare Idum Danu Madutene, Nanu Hindina Vishavadanu Maritu Bitu Mundina Vugadanu Hidiu Vadakagi. 
ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತ ಯೇಸುವಿನಲ್ಲಿ ದೇವರ ಉನ್ನತವಾದ ಕರೆಯುವಿಕೆಯ ಬಹುಮಾನವನ್ನು ಗುರಿ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡು ಓಡುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೇನೆ ಆದದರಿಂದ ನಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣರಾದವರು ಇದೇ ಅಭಿಪ್ರಾಯವುಳ್ಳವರಾಗಿರೋಣ ಯಾವದಾದರೂ ಒಂದು ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಬೇರೆ ಅಭಿಪ್ರಾಯವುಳ್ಳವರಾಗಿದ್ದರೆ ಅದನ್ನು ದೇವರು ನಿಮಗೆ ತೋರಿಸಿಕೊಡುವನು leave the jewish people in a shroud of blindness and come to us and give us our own times and our own space to know him walk with him pursue his plan for our life amen and then he will stop it and go back to the jews while we go home and we are with him in heaven praise god and so on and so forth so let's not uh, become uh, you know how can i say thick headed just take full advantage of our time at this is now our time the age of the mystery the age of the church the age of grace and let us take the grace of god and find out what did you apprehend me for why am i in your hands what is the plan ahead for my life in god not my own agenda but yours not my will but yours and that we can make targets to help that more time of course more time in god more time in prayer more time in study so that you can listen and tune your life he said it's good to forget the past no matter how profitable or unprofitable it was it's good to forget about it and go ahead that there is a race set for each one of us there is a purpose for each one of us and that it is not necessarily just worldly wisdom hallelujah there is a god kind of wisdom involved and we need to listen to him praise god notice james chapter 3 in verse 15 it says this wisdom descended not from above but is earthly sensual and devilish amen this was something interesting about the earthly wisdom it is also very close to being devilish amen hallelujah notice it is earthly it is sensual and it is devilish it is also deeply connected to the senses amen and the senses are deeply connected to the devil praise god so most likely the things of god are not going to give you any sensual pleasures hallelujah yeah it may not please your senses like a you know a bar of chocolate amen i mean chocolate is yummy amen and ice cream maybe even more so studying the bible does not have that kind of in quote value but the truth about it is that its value is higher than anything you can imagine it's beyond the scope of earthly measurement so it had to be given to us uh, in a way that was in quote free notice that free but then it was so priceless that the only way god could make it available to us is to give it free 
praise God. That's very interesting. Amen. Hallelujah. So, when you are redeemed not with corruptible things such as silver and gold, praise God, from your father's traditions, but with the precious blood of the lamb, you can tell that the blood of the lamb is more expensive than silver and gold. Hallelujah. And the blood of the lamb cannot be purchased with anything that man has uh, in the natural realm. But he can come with his heart, with his thoughts, and connect with the preciousness of the blood of the Lamb. Isn't that interesting? So God says, uh, his people, that's his inheritance. Their thoughts towards his precious blood, towards his value system, that's so powerful. That is so precious to him. That is his inheritance. Isn't that interesting? Amen. So it is safe, therefore, to go contrary to what the earth has, what the geographic earth has, the epigeos, with all of its sensual stuff. Amen? Yeah, if you can just go off opposite to that, you're most likely going in the ways of the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. It cannot be earthly, it cannot be sensual, it cannot be devilish. Praise God. So don't trust earthly, sensual stuff. Don't trust it. It may be leading you off. Amen. Trust the word. Trust God's way of doing things. Trust the mind of the Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. God is more concerned about our comfort than we are. He's the God of all comfort. Amen. So you don't have to eke it out by yourself. You don't have to strike out for yourself. God has already taken note and taken stock and taken account. Next to your name is all of the riches of Christ. Hallelujah. And so you don't have to break your head about it or be browbeaten about it. God has already thought about it. Amen. All we need to do is tap into his wisdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So uh, maybe we can hear James 3.15 also in Kannada. So what are you really looking for? What are you seeking after? Praise God. What is your pursuit in life? What is your target? What is your agenda? We may have to look at it because the age is coming to an end. We may have to look at it quicker than we used to before. Hallelujah. Sometimes within the church, you will have people who also think towards God, who are not just thinking their agenda. And you can associate with those types of people. They may not be, in quote, a lot of fun sometimes, but they have a mature way of thinking. Praise God. And so uh, to get into their company, uh, you may have to also mature. And if you walk with the wise, you also become wise. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes we make allowance to help people to come up and join your company. But then, uh, you know, there's a striving there trying to help people sometimes. But those who would like to be part of that 
thinking they will move on with you. Praise God. Notice verse 17 of Philippians 3. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which so walk as you have us for an example. Amen. So there are people who are like Paul. There are people who have a similar target that you can actually follow them. Amen. Don't get close to people who, uh, you know, for the reasons of just driving their car or having ice cream with them and hanging out in the movies with them. Hey, that's all cool, but that's not really <laughs> the wisdom of God. Amen. They may have fancy cars and cool clothes and they may go to the movies, but uh, there's some other reason why we must get close to these people. Amen. Hallelujah. It must be because I want to look up and consider why Jesus has uh, taken me, grabbed me. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the reason for which we should be encouraged to follow others also. We must look for people who have clearly delineated, lined things and say, God is my pursuit. Other things are secondary. Amen. They are hard to find. They are in short supply. Praise God. Even in ministry. But, you know, there are them who are following just like Paul. Verse 18. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Praise God. This is a pretty strong language here, so you may say that maybe they were not really believers. Praise God. Whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly? Whose glory is in their shame? Who mind earthly things? Hallelujah. Earthly things. For our conversation or citizenship or lifestyle is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice, who shall change our vile body. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's a lot of emphasis on the body nowadays. Uh, because man has lost his way and does not know that God is a spirit. And so he spends time with the body and his body ruled and it is the wisdom of the world. It is sensual. But the Bible calls it a vile body. Praise God. Why is it vile? Is it because the body that God created is vile? No. But because there is a tendency located in it called the nature of the flesh which is quite plainly identical to the devil's way of thinking, that stands against the things of the Spirit. And so for us who are going home to heaven, God says he will change that body, transform it, so the curse won't be there in it anymore. It will be fashioned like unto his glorious body. Whoa, hallelujah. According to the work whereby he's able even to subdue all things unto himself. Amen. So that kind of thinking cannot go to heaven. That kind of uh, idea cannot inherit heaven. Praise God. So God says he'll just change it. Praise God. Thank God one of these days our bodies are going to be changed. 
but not to sound harsh. Uh, let's just imagine verse 19 and 20, uh, you know, to be different. 18 and 19, for instance. Many walk. Notice he said there were not many like Timothy, but there are many who walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you, even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Maybe, maybe he was talking to unbelievers. I wonder. Maybe he was talking to legalistic Christians. I wonder. But what can I take away from this? Verse 19, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. I guess what I can take from it is, let my belly, my appetite not control me. Hallelujah. Let not my own fleshly desires rule me. Let not the earth's and its ways rule me. Hallelujah. Earthly things. Sensual things. Earthly wisdom. Sensual wisdom. Praise God. May God help us all. Amen. Let's read from verse 17 to 21 also in Canada. Sahodarare, Nivellaru Nanano Anusari Suvavaragiri, Navu Nimage Torisida Madariya Prakara Nadekulluva Varanu Guruti Siri. Anekaru Kristana Shilubege Virodigalagi Nadeuttare, Avara Vishedali Nanu Nimage Eshto Sari Hedidenu, Igalu Alutta Hedutene. Nashanave Avara Antyavaste, Hote Avara Devaru, Nachike Kelasagadali Avara Gauravavu, Avaru Busambanda Vada Vugada Mele Manasidutare. Navadaro Paraloka Nivasigalu, Alindale Rakshakanu Baruvadanu Iduru Nodutta Ideve, Athane Kartanada Yesu Kristanu. Athanu Yelavanu Tanage Adina Madikola Laguva Parakramavanu Sadisi Dina Vaste Ula Nama Dehavanu Rupantara Padisu Vadake Shaktanagidu Prabhava Ula Tana Dehake Saruke Vaguante Maduvanu. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's pray and believe God that He will help us. He will bless these verses to our lives. Amen. We worship you, Lord. We give you thanks. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for this age in which you have put us. Thank you that it was in your good pleasure that you chose this particular time that we would be on the earth while Jesus is the great intercessor and high priest praying for us. Thank you for praying for us, helping us to look up and consider why did you bring us into the earth? Why were we born into this world? Why am I in this country? What do you want from me, Lord? Why have you apprehended me? Help us today to deal with all of these varieties of thoughts and to choose the wisdom of God above all else. Lord, we thank you that you are touched with the feeling of our infirmities, that you are moved by thoughts that are going on within our hearts. Forgive us in the name of Jesus for going off path and off track. Forgive us if we have gone astray knowingly or unknowingly in your mercy that we may get back onto the path 
where Jesus is Lord of everything. Father, we worship you and we thank you. We bless you that other things will not be so important. That we'll be able to focus, especially because we live in the very last of the last days. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for being with us. It's a good thing. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. And it will always come back to you when you give. It will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause men to give unto your bosom. God is going to use men. Don't forget that. Men are going to be moved to respond to God. May they hear it. May they respond in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, team. Hallelujah. the Lord.